Hi, in this episode, I will walk you through setting up your cold outreach campaign from scratch to build a predictable B2B lead generation machine. It will be especially helpful for B2B businesses. So let's get started. If you work in sales or are the founder of an early stage startup, you will eventually need to set up your outbound sales. The advantage of outbound sales over inbound is that it's more predictable. The fastest form of outbound sales is cold outreach via email and LinkedIn. After you set up your cold outreach automation and find what works, you will know how many interested prospects you will get per thousand sent emails, how many of them will convert into qualified leads, how many you will close, and what's your sales cycle. You probably receive many offers from agencies promoting their cold outreach services like we will generate 1,000 leads a month, we will triple your revenue, etc. These agencies can be helpful, but only to scale and outsource an existing outreach campaign. I don't recommend using them when starting up. It's the job of the founder or the head of sales to establish this channel, meaning finding the right value proposition, crafting the right messages, and identifying the ideal customer profile for this channel. The quicker you move through this initial stage, the sooner you can outsource this function to either your SDR, sales development representative, or an agency. Outsourcing is vital because it's nearly impossible for one person to handle both lead generation and lead closing. These tasks demand different skill sets and workflows. In mature sales organizations, account executives, also called AE, never search for their own leads. Instead, they focus on building relationships, understanding clients, and closing deals. Meanwhile, the role of an SDR is to run outreach campaigns, qualify leads, and hand them off to the AEs. To set up your outreach campaign, you will need three tools, which will cost you about $70 monthly. Apollo I.O. or any of its competitors ranging from $49 to $99 monthly, additional Google Workspace at $20 monthly, a new website domain, which will cost about $10 annually. Maybe you will need LinkedIn Sales Navigator, but it's optional. I will explain why. First, define your ideal customer. And here, let's use Apollo IO. So you start with creating a list. Let's suppose you want to target accountants. So let's start with location. For instance, I want to use United States. What else? I want to target companies from 51 to 100 employees because I don't want to target bigger companies. And job title, let's use accountant. However, instead of focusing on the titles, I recommend targeting specific industries. It's often better to think in terms of accounts rather than individuals because decision makers can vary. So for instance, you want to target uh, accountants, but uh, there are many other senior level positions at the company, so you better target the entire organization. There is another way how you can do it. After you install the Apollo browser extension, you can manually add people from LinkedIn. So whenever you see someone who looks like your ideal customer, you can just add this person from your LinkedIn directly to Apollo.
Now let's talk about Sales Navigator. You don't need it because you can use all the Apollo filters and create great lists. But sometimes LinkedIn Sales Navigator can be more granular. It will cost you additional $100 monthly. So again, it's not necessary to use it. But it has nice features. They have groups. Uh, groups are great because you can target people who follow specific groups on LinkedIn. So for instance, let's say Accountant Professionals, Accountant Australia, Accountant Services UK. So you click and you will see a lot of people. This is a good way to target people if you know that they have a particular interest. Another great example why you may need Sales Navigator is that Sales Navigator can use and or functions when you filter your contacts or companies. I'll show you how it works. So I want to target job title. I want to find people who are in accounting and they also do sales and operations, but they are not CPAs or specialists. This can be very helpful. You can do something like this in Apollo, but uh, in LinkedIn Navigator is just easier. Once you created your target list, the next step is to design a sequence. Sequences combine emails with various LinkedIn actions like sending a request, messaging, viewing profile, or liking posts. So you can set up these touches or actions in any particular order. I am starting with email, but you can start with uh, LinkedIn. Now, why do you need these LinkedIn actions? From my experience, 90% of leads come from email replies. But LinkedIn remains important because seeing your face and name can increase the chances of someone recognizing you and opening your email. Basically, it's a trick to make the prospect think, I saw this person somewhere. Also, I'm sorry to say, but if random people like your posts, 90% chance they're going to sell you something and they do it through Apollo or another tool like this. Now let's talk about emails. Rule number one, they should be simple, short, and somewhat informal, but not too informal. It should resemble a human conversation, not a sales artificial proposal generated by GPT. Also, I recommend adding an opt-out link and your company's address. Some people say that adding a link to your email will increase the spam rate, which is true. Email services, they don't like links. However, not having this link might burn some bridges because people will hate it. Nobody likes emails where you can't unsubscribe. Also, they will mark your email as spam more often. Not including your legal address will make your outreach spam, at least in the US. Still, most people don't do it, but I recommend doing this. I think it just looks more legit. So how many emails should you send? I recommend sending not more than four emails. I tested it in different ways, so it just doesn't make sense to send more. The last email should have a subject, something like, should I stop, should I leave, where you apologize, explaining that it's the last email and you won't bother the, the recipient anymore. It might seem like a cheesy trick, but this email often generates the most replies. In our case, it actually does. Sometimes people are interested in your offers, but are too busy. So when they realize it's the last email and they are interested, they respond. 
Also, I wanted to share the best performing sequence recommended by my friends from Pioneers Education. Guys tried a lot of different sequences and they realized that this one was the best performing one. Day one, LinkedIn profile visit, also immediately email number one. Day two, like the post. Day five, email number two, then LinkedIn request, then email three. And then on day 12, this apologetic email where you say it's the last one. Now let's talk why you need an extra domain for your cold outreach. Even if you include an opt-out link, some recipients will understandably be upset. People don't like to be bothered, so they might even report your emails, marking them as spam. This could result in your domain being added to spam lists, causing your important work emails to land in your client's spam folders. The best strategy is to purchase several domains that sound similar to your main domain. In our case, the company is called Hints, and our main domain is Hints.so. So we bought several extra domains like Hintsflow.com, Hintscrm.com, etc. But let me pause here. In ideal scenario, you manually create a list of your targeted prospects, so you don't need to send this mass emails. In this case, you can use your own domain. But if you're just starting, you probably will make a lot of mistakes, so it makes sense play safe, so buy this extra domain. Now let's talk about how to minimize your spam rate. If you send dozens of emails daily from a new domain, Google might block you very quickly because it will look like abnormal user behavior. Before launching your campaign, you need to warm up your email. This means you should gradually send and receive emails from this domain. Start with a few emails daily and incrementally increase it to 30-40 emails daily. Fortunately, there are free tools available for this warm-up process. They just do it for you and completely automate the process. Apollo offers a built-in warm-up feature as well. You just define your rules, let's say starting from one email, and then in 20 days you want to stop at 30 emails, and they just automate this process. It takes from two to four weeks to warm up your domain. Even when it's ready, it still can be blocked by Google if you send too many emails. I suggest starting with 30 emails daily and then increasing to 50 after a week or two. I don't recommend exceeding 50, as this might compromise your domain. To expand your campaign, simply purchase more domains. One Apollo account can be linked to up to 10 domains, which means up to 500 emails can be sent daily. Now let's talk about analytics. In Apollo, you can open individual sequence to access the statistics. Also, you can find your aggregated stats in nice dashboards. Unfortunately, Apollo counts out-of-office notifications as replies, which can distort your statistics. I suggest manually sorting through replies and removing any that are out-of-office notifications or requests to stop communication. Now you know everything to start building your B2B cold outreach campaigns. I want to share what to expect next. So from my experience, you will need two to three months until it starts working. You will need to play with messages and targeting a lot before you find the sequence that works. 
So the best strategy is to keep adding more and more different sequences with completely different messages and targeting. The more you launch, the higher the chance to find what works. What does it mean that it works? It means your open rate is about 30% or more and your response rate after you cleaned your replies, removing all out of office, is more than 1%. So this is your lower threshold. Then you can start optimizing the sequence, improving its uh, conversion rates. For those who want to learn more about cold outreach, I recommend reading Aaron Ross' book, Predictable Revenue. It's a great book. It has even more great pieces of advice. If you want to be disciplined with your outreach, you need to use CRM to track all conversations and use CRM tasks to schedule calls and follow-ups. Otherwise, things easily slip through your fingers. Updating CRM steals a lot of energy. This is our turf. This is what we do at Hints. We automate the CRM updating. So basically, it's a legit product placement right now. So basically, Hints helps me to update my CRM on the go from WhatsApp. And uh, sometimes I use voice memos just to log my calls, to log my tasks, and to do it in bulk by just sending one message, uh, logging a lot of calls that I had during the day. So now let's summarize again what you should do to launch your first outreach campaign. You need to buy a new domain similar to your main one. You need to set up an email and start warming it up using one of free services or use Apollo to do it. Decide who's your ideal customer, write value proposition emails, set up Apollo sequences, at least 10 of them, launch the sequences, limit to 3-5 emails per day if the email isn't warmed up yet. So I assume you don't want to wait several weeks to warm up your email. You can wait at least one week, but start really slowly with sending just a few emails every day. Or if you have time and you can wait from two to four weeks to completely warm up this domain, then you can start with 30 emails daily and increase it to 50 emails. Buy more domains if you need and set up new emails and just iterate until it works. Expect from two to three months to get to this point. If you want to try hints, you can find a link in the description. You can send your first 50 updates for free. We work with HubSpot, Pipedrive and Salesforce. Good luck with your sales. Bye.